Hi, I'm Linda McGlasson, Managing Editor of Bank Info Security and CU Info Security. The worst thing that a bank president or an institution's senior management team can hear is, bad news, we've got a problem, we've had a data breach. Today's Information Security Media Podcast is with John Scanlon, a Senior Executive and Chief Operating Officer at Intersections, a business partner of the Identity Theft Assistance Center. Welcome, John. Hi, Linda. How are you? Good. First question is, what is the state of incident response and data breach response in the financial services industry here in the United States? Um, so I, I think as with um, most industries, you have kind of a, a good news and bad news situation when you're uh, talking about financial institutions and, and data breaches. Um, the good news is that the financial services industry is, is generally on the leading edge in terms of corporate America in uh, preparing for data breaches. Um, most FIs have some type of a breach response program in place. Uh, and even the industry as a whole um, has been pretty proactive. You know, I think it's a, a combination of just the nature of the business and uh, also certainly the regulatory uh, oversight of the business that financial institutions created things like the Identity Theft Assistance Center five years ago uh, to combat the harms to consumers from uh, identity theft and identity theft related to, to breaches in particular. Ad news side of the equation is that uh, even though there has been a lot of work, a lot of preparation uh, within the financial community, um, 2009 uh, is looking like it will be a record year for breaches, just like 2008 was a record year, and uh, a lot of breaches continue to happen at financial institutions. So uh, while um, Financial institutions are definitely um, leading corporate America in terms of thinking about and figuring out how to prepare for and respond to breaches. Uh, unfortunately, the work is not all done. John, what do you feel would be a proper percentage of those out there that would survive a major data breach? So it, it is definitely uh, hard to predict how any particular data breach is, is going to play out um, because at, at the end of the day, it's not the data breach itself, it's what the data breach says about kind of trust and credibility issues that, that really define uh, which companies will come through relatively unscathed versus which ones will, will have great problems. Uh, you know, the, the types of questions that come up are, um, does the nature of the breach show that the institution is somehow not living up to its responsibilities? Or does the nature of their response show that they're truly concerned about the consumer impact? Uh, so it, it's hard to put percentages or even figure out in advance exactly uh, unless you're involved with the institution itself and, and know what their breach response program is. Uh, very hard to tell who would survive or, or who wouldn't survive. Examples of institutions and companies that suffered breaches with data loss in the last year include Bank of New York Mellon and RBS WorldPay, among others. John, what lessons can other companies and financial institutions draw from those breaches and other breaches? Sure. Uh, you know, from where I sit, um, looking at, at the industry and participating in it, um, I really draw three lessons uh, back from, from all the activity that's out there. You know, the, the first is that investments in breach prevention are absolutely necessary, and, and the good news is that they're happening at most institutions. Um, the second lesson is that prevention investments are just will never fully prevent all breaches from occurring uh, because breaches keep occurring no matter how much is, is being spent on prevention. And, and that brings us to the third lesson, 
which is really how you respond, has a very significant impact on your future relationships with your customer, excuse me, your customers, your regulators, uh, and even legislators uh, in the picture. You know, th this last point is really the one that we emphasize when we're talking with companies, uh, either who are being proactive in trying to put together a breach response program, or ones that have actually experienced uh, a breach. Uh, you know, the the typical way for a company or financial institution to uh, react to a breach is that they have been victimized in some way. Some malicious actor has done something to them to cause a breach. And, and there's certainly a lot of truth in that statement. Um, but from the outside world, the uh, consumer advocates, regulators, um, and customers um, don't really view the situation quite, quite the same way. Um, they're actually looking at the breached institution as being the cause of some harm to the consumer. And uh, you know, that, that is the biggest lesson from all the breaches that have happened so far, that com companies need to understand that that's how they will be perceived when a breach happens, and they need to go ahead and put in place the mechanisms to protect their brand. What exactly is data breach readiness? And my question, second question on that line, isn't that mindset admitting defeat by admitting that a data breach will happen? Uh, I definitely wouldn't wouldn't characterize it that way as, as kind of uh, admitting defeat. You know, I, I think um, data breach readiness is, is uh, really nothing more than a recognition that um, despite all the good work being done on the prevention side, it's extremely difficult uh, to make sure that um, you know, no breach will ever happen. You know, uh, we tend to think of breaches in kind of the, the big scale of you know, a network intrusion um, with uh, many, many customers impacted. But when you, when you really look at um, you know, the definition of a data breach, it's, it's really just uh, personal identifiable information being shared with somebody who's not supposed to have it. So data breaches not only happen in that big scale, but they happen in the very small scale of a laptop being lost or documents not being shredded that should have been shredded or an envelope stuffing problem in a, in a clerical unit um, can all be the sources of, of data breaches and, and have been the sources of data breaches within the past you know, six or eight months. Um, so it's not so much admitting defeat as just recognizing that um, the breaches happen and you have to be ready for them. You know, I think the analogy would be um, with uh, credit cards, you know, every uh, institution that issues credit cards uh, also gives consumers some protections around fraud losses. Um, and yes, they're, they're legislatively mandated, but uh, lots of institutions actually go beyond the legislative mandate as well. In, in doing that, the institutions aren't condoning fraud. Um, they're certainly still making big investments to prevent fraud, uh, but at the end of the day, they recognize fraud still happens and the customers need to be taken care of. A breach readiness program is, is really the same type of animal. What are the seven steps to data breach readiness? So uh, the seven steps of data breach readiness, and, and that it's a, a guide that we've uh, put together here at Intersection that uh, is freely available on, uh, our, on our website, uh, breachcenter.com. Um, it's not rocket science uh, to, to put together a great uh, breach response program. Uh, what we've put together are, are First step is simply assigning responsibility for breach response within your organization so you know whose job it is to make sure that you're ready. Um, secondly is planning a strategy for breach response, uh, which could include different strategies for different types of uh, customers. Um, and definitely your strategy has a direct impact on the overall cost uh, of breach response. Uh, for example, some companies may choose to very actively encourage uh, adoption of 
consumer identity theft uh, protection products, other uh, institutions might choose to discourage that, and, and that has a direct impact on the overall cost. Um, the third step is understanding your legal and regulatory requirements. Uh, as, as we speak, there are, I believe, 46 states and, and uh, several federal regulations that uh, cover this topic. Uh, companies need to make sure they understand how that impacts them. Um, the fourth step is choosing an identity theft protection service, such as those through uh, ITAC or ITAC Sentinel that can be offered to consumers to make sure that they're protected. Um, fifth is establishing your breach response operations, including things like um, notification letter printing, call center scripts, uh, and other types of operational procedures to make sure that the response is effectively carried out. Um, sixth is developing a communications plan with uh, employees, the media, regulators, and, and others uh, who touch your business so that they understand how the breach might impact them. Uh, and then seventh, and uh, probably most importantly, is testing the plan uh, to make sure that it will really work uh, when it's needed, and hopefully the test is not uh, because you've actually experienced a breach. Definitely. John, what would you say to the institution or information security leader who isn't ready for a data breach? Um, I, I think my advice would be um, pretty straightforward. It, it would still, you know, very much encourage folks, and, and uh, you know, always need to be clear on this that uh, breach prevention is very important, and you know, any information security leader needs to make sure that they're investing in uh, you know the people and processes to try and prevent a breach. And that is still a very custom discipline where it's, uh, each institution really has to have their own program and their own skill set to do that. Um, breach response is actually um, a little bit easier in some regards because there are several highly reputable uh, companies, intersections uh, being one of them, uh, that can provide pretty much turnkey breach response services. So it's something that you can go out to the marketplace, uh, you can source it, um, and you can uh, you know, know with great confidence that your needs are going to be met, your customers are going to be taken care of, and you know, the potential damage that a breach uh, can cause will really be mitigated uh, without having to invest a huge amount of your own time and staff in the effort. And, and this would also apply in terms of data breaches that are not entirely your fault, such as uh, the uh, TJ Maxx or other credit card uh, hacks. It, it's absolutely true. So um, you know, the 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 you know, core issue here is uh, how you decide to communicate how the breach is impacting you, and ultimately whether or not you feel compelled um, to do something to directly protect your your customers from the data breach. Uh, but it, the source of the data breach, and whether it's you know, directly uh, impacted you or only impact indirectly impacted you. All of those scenarios really should be included in your breach response program. John, your final thoughts on what institutions should be ready for when it comes to incident response, and in particular, incident response for data breaches. Sure. So, um, particularly for a, a, you know, a large data breach or, or one that, for whatever reason, just uh, garners a, a bit of media attention, I, I think the biggest thing that companies need to be uh, ready for is a lot of people who want a lot of answers to a lot of questions very quickly. Uh, you know, what happened? What are you doing about it? What do I need to do? What are you going to do for me? Uh, or how are you going to make sure this doesn't happen again? Are, are just kind of the tip of the iceberg questions uh, that, that come after a, a breach has occurred. 
making all of those decisions and answering all of those questions in the heat of the moment is really, really hard to do and to do effectively uh, for, I would say, the, the all financial institutions that are out there. Their brands are just worth much more than that, and they really should be taking the time now to, to get prepared uh, for a breach that, that uh, could happen to them. John, this has been excellent, and I want to thank you for joining us today and giving us your insights on data breach response. Thank you so much, Linda. I really enjoyed it. Until later, I'm Linda McGlasson for Information Security Media Group.